Well, I sound like a Joan Rivers, like, <laughs> trucker, possibly. No. Smoke too, a baby that smoked too much. No, <laughs> no, I'm not getting that. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Because we have some special guests, I'm making my voice extra buttery today because uh, they are good friends. We've got Jen and Lindsay, the creators of sundogsfire.com, are here with us. And uh, we talk a lot about the um, the buttery factor in, in vocals. And so I, I promised them an extra buttery vocal. And I'm surprised my sisters haven't started laughing yet, because this is usually where they're We like, are crack- texting oh, each other. We are literally texting each other texting about each other. your voice right now. Okay. How, like, yeah, I, I wish I need to videotape myself reacting to your voice next time. A picture doesn't do it justice. But before we get to our guests, first, again, I'd like to see how my sisters are doing. Uh, Lily, you are in the Canary Islands. And once again, you are still being visited by our uh, all time most famous guests on the podcast, mom and dad. How's how's everything going? Everything's great. Um, I've got, it's like being around celebrities who like are always in that shot of they're just like us. (laughs) (laughs) So you mean like, (laughs) mom mom in particular, because mom, when she dresses up for like a party, (laughs) super elegant, when she gets off a plane, looks like she slept on the floor of the plane. (laughs) But she's. It's hilarious being with the two of them. That's um, it's great though. Not not to not to tell a story for you, but like two days ago, I call mom and she picks up her FaceTime while she's speed walking down like the boardwalk of a beach and with the camera facing her and I'm just thinking, please God, don't fall into a hole. And all she <laughs> says is, You are never gonna believe what happened to me. And I'm thinking, Oh, I one hundred percent believe what happened to you. <laughs> right. Whatever it Something is. about her leaving a phone on a catamaran or I don't know, or a fisherman. She left her iPhone on a catamaran that she wasn't on even. Like, this is a boat that could have easily gone out to sea with somebody else. And she was just, like, walking by. She's like, really, take a picture of me in front of this catamaran. I took a picture of her. We keep walking. She leaves her, her little purse with her cell phone in there. Six hours later, I get a phone call on my phone from her. I'm like, Mom, why are you calling me? She's like, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. I pick up the phone. It's like a Spanish lifeguard on a public beach being like, um, I think I have somebody's phone. And I was like, are you kidding me? She always loses like really expensive stuff and gets it back. Like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and then she tells Becky, "You're not gonna believe what happened to me." And Becky's like, "I believe it." Because <laughs> it's classic. Well, well, I've so. been I've been traveling and. Uh, I was flying back from a trip for work and I was in the Frankfurt airport and mom and Beck both had the same exact reaction to me, which was, did you use the showers in the lounge? I definitely did not text you that. (laughs) I feel like you did. And I just want everybody to know that my nightmare is showering in a public shower at, at the equivalent of a rest stop. Well, it's like a fancy lounge. It doesn't matter. It's so gross. 
Anyways, um, um, Becky, how are you? What's happening out there in California? Oh, how am I? You know, I would say I'm great with the small exception of the fact that my baby pooped on my bed this morning. So, you, you know. You brought that upon yourself. You had a baby and you put her on your bed. And Lily, yeah, but to be fair, she was wearing a diaper, a onesie, and some pants. And it broke through all the layers and soaked my sheets. So what's funny about this, Lily, and you missed this on the pre-show conversation that Lindsay had to endure <laughs> while I did the technical support, is that I 100% wasn't paying attention to that picture. And I thought the picture Becky sent us was that she where she said like this is what happens when your baby sleeps in her bed and I was like wow Becky didn't want to move so she peed her own pants so I thought the picture <laughs> that Becky sent of these like soaked through pants were her own pants and I was like I don't remember anybody having a baby and peeing their pants just because they didn't want to wake uh, the baby yeah and it also turns out it was a giant stinky poo alright no right. well okay now let us get to our guests and I would you know We've had the opportunity to interview some pretty amazing people and some dear friends and some people we admire, but I am so thrilled to have Jen and Lindsay on because this is an opportunity for us to chat with truly two of my artistic heroes. And I'll explain a little of the backstory, which is that, I don't know, a year and a half, maybe two years ago even, when I was starting the initial phases of the whole pancake for the table thing, pre-podcast, pre-animations, all of that, I drew in Crayola pencils a picture of the characters in Troll Hunters reimagined as the band Rush, having no idea that there's this world of incredible artists out there who devote a, a tremendous amount of energy to drawing amazing Rush-related art. And so I tweeted it out, and I, I mean, I think I probably had like 40 followers at the time. And Lindsay retweeted or or said something nice about my tweet, and suddenly I got opened up into this amazing universe of incredible artists, including um, uh, Jen, uh, and got to know all these incredible folks and who have been so supportive, um, but themselves, it's like genuinely intimidating to be around them because these folks are real artists um and uh but have been truly inspiring to me and so i would say like a lot of the stuff artistic stuff i'm going on i can trace back to the like support and inspiration from from these two folks so with that um jen Lindsay, welcome hi hello can you hear me hi we can hear you we can hear you after yay it's working it's working such a privilege to be here i'm just listening to you like you say all this nice stuff here with my phone on mute and you couldn't hear me but the whole time i'm like oh (laughs) i'm here by myself in the airport Uh, i'm here i'm here nodding like an idiot like you guys can see me (laughs) i'm doing that too while actually vocalizing it and looking even more because I'm here in public. <laughs> uh, so it, it's it's truly an honor to have you here. And to start off, I want to. Um, uh, it sounds like they're announcing the boarding of a flight. Um, I, I, to start, I, I found the quietest place. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. Uh, so I want to start off by uh, just asking you guys some questions about some of your art and the found the new website that you all founded called sundogsfire.com. Uh, I'm going to say it repeatedly because people should go to that site and check out the amazing art and buy all sorts of cool stuff. And I'll start with Jen, since uh, you are you have been using the, the name Sundogs Fire. Where does Sundogs Fire come from? Yes. Well, it comes from what was my favorite song at the time that I first made the site. Um, you don't know this, but before we actually started this, this was um, 
a different site that I renovated. And I was trying to think of a name because I had to come up with a domain. And I didn't want to use my own name because I thought that was lame. And in the background, I'm thinking, Sundog's Fire on the horizon. I was like, hey, wait, that makes a cool website name, Sundog's Fire. Yeah, let's go with that. And that's kind of how I came up with that name. <laughs> All right. Well, it works. And what what drew you to renovate, to recreate this new amazing site and, of course, bring in the amazing uh, uh, partner in Lindsay? <laughs> well, um, I don't know if you know, but before like, we started this, like, I have been like doing online business and stuff for a while. And this was actually my starter site when I was first learning like how to sell things online, but it was kind of dead because there was nothing but crap there. And I was like, I'm never going to use this site again. And then eventually, you know, one day me and Lindsay are talking and everyone's like, you know, we're always joking around like, oh, collab, you guys should collab. But meanwhile, behind the scenes, we were like, yo, we totally, we totally should collab on something. What should we do? And then it just hit me one day that, you know what? I have that site lying around that I haven't done anything with in months. What if I turn that into something new and me and Lindsay, and this was even before I asked her, I had all these ideas. Like, I'll ask Lindsay, like, maybe she draws great and, like, maybe she'll draw some stuff for my site and then like you know i asked her and she was on board and the rest of his sisters that is awesome well and just uh, just to let you know shy as soon as we agreed upon the concept of the site we immediately thought to include you as well it was so hard to keep that from you for oh. such a long time oh, yeah that was <laughs> well i am i am this honored. was a secret so for the cool. longest time we were going back and forth and Oh, Lindsay, remember, there was a time that I think even you, um, he had sent us, what, a, a three-way conversation on Twitter, right? Saying, yes. hey, we should collab sometime. And meanwhile, in the background, me and Lindsay had our own conversation going on, like, oh, my gosh, should we tell him? No, we shouldn't. Let's, <laughs> we're not going to tell him. We're, we're already talking about that. But, you know, now we've got to plan something. <laughs> uh, uh, that's so cool. Well, all right. Now I'm going to turn to Lindsay, um, uh, who I did my monologue at the beginning. I won't embarrass her further. So, um, Lindsay, a lot of your art is inspired by the band Rush. That is correct. How, how, where does the connection to Rush, where does it start for you? And yeah, where does that, where does that connection for Rush start for you? And and how is it important to your art? Well, to make a very long and boring story short, um, there is a band called Ninja Sex Party. It's a comedy (laughs) band. Yeah, you know. (laughs) If, If you've heard of Game Grumps on YouTube, uh, one of the co-hosts of that podcast is named Danny. He's part of the band. He's a huge Rush fan, and they had released an album full of covers of like popular 80s songs, and I've wanted to support them forever, so I decided to pick up the album. And what happens to be on that album is a cover of Subdivisions. Oh, such a great song. And one day at work, I was there about two hours early to open the store, and that song had come on, and I listened to it over again for the entire two hours. It just impacted me in a way I just I can't even describe I was just blown away by the lyrics and that, that 80s synth sound that I love so much so that got me looking into Rush and the rest is history just instant wow. Oh, instant wow. um, and attraction and what are some of the things that inspire some of your other art now I don't I don't I don't know how much you want to talk about all your different cool projects, but I know you have original characters that are amazing, um, and you do doodles of the day or and, and things like that. But 
anyways, what, what are some of the other things that inspire your work? Yeah, I don't share a lot of my non-Rush art, and that's a bad habit of mine. I need to uh, fix that. But basically, my original characters, I've had them since middle school. I was homeschooled until eighth grade, so public school was a big culture shock for me. And those characters kind of were born out of the misery of that, let's say. <laughs> well, I've seen those characters, and I have bought multiple items with them on them. Oh, I'm so grateful. Thank <laughs> and you. And my kids love them. They, in fact, we, we lost one of the notebooks recently, and there was a chaos here. We found it. Um, that Jen. makes all the public school misery worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And Jen, could you tell us a little bit about what inspires your art? Now, you cross so many different styles with your art. I mean, there's fanciful things. There's cartoons. Um, there's <laughs> all sorts of creatures. Where, where does that come from? Yeah. Um, well, I've, I've been drawing um, literally in the words of my parents since the moment I was first able to pick up a crayon. So I have like literal decades of inspiration. And um, it's usually just whatever I'm feeling at the moment. And I do have um, my own original characters that inspired a lot of the ideas. But then it's just, I can't even say I have, like, one certain style anymore because it's so fluid. Like, one day I'll just, like, be feeling, like, really, I don't know, happy or inspired by something and draw something, like, fantastical. And the next day I'll be feeling emo while I draw something, like, really dramatic and grotesque. And the next day I'll just be listening to Rush all day and be like, hey, I'm going to do something, like, inspired by this Rush song. Like, here's a shark in space. I'm going to call it natural science. And it really depends on the day and my mood and, you know, everything around me. It's just so fluid. Well, well, Uh, there's another announcement. (laughs) It's okay. We will... um... We will get back uh, at the end and plug the site some more, but it's sundogsfire.com. And now we're going to switch into our first segment of the night, because uh, I know that it's getting late where Lily is. And late nights in Lily's house means one thing, and that means watching... Dinner time. Di- horror horror <laughs> movies. things. Watching horror <laughs> movies. And Jen, I don't, I don't know about Jen's fandom, but I know Lindsay's a huge horror movie fan, so I thought mm-hmm. it was a perfect topic. But the oh, three scared, for punishment. <laughs> the three scaredy cats in my family have a very complicated relationship with horror movies. Um, when I was little, I used to go in the VHS um, area of West Mountain Video, which was the local video store, where my mom had somehow convinced the owners to give us two for one videos for life. Like we'd go in there with this little <laughs> membership card and four them to honor these two-for-one videos forever. It was like a promotion they did once, and then mom made them have that for us forever. And right by the front of the cashier where you'd go to pay, there was this section with all of the classic 80s horror movies, the Friday the 13th and the, and the and the Freddy movies and all that. And those scared the life out of me, the concept of them. I've never seen a full one. But I also always used to pick up the boxes and read the back and look at the horrific images that they'd put on the back to get you to want to rent the movie and then get nightmares from that. And it was this horrible cycle of like running past them, but then looking at them anyways. (laughs) Lily, how about you? What is your relationship with horror movies? Well, I used to, I used to not have a, I mean, like when I was a little kid, I didn't like them for sure. There's like, I know that there's kids that like them from like five years old and stuff like that. That wasn't the case, but I would say when I was in high school, I like, like I saw the ring, you know, when it came out and I wasn't bothered by quote unquote like scary movies. Um, 
when I was a teenager. But then as I got older and, and moved abroad, I don't know, maybe because I was far from home, I was just like, you know what, I don't need this crap. And I just definitely <laughs> was like, why do this to myself? And I, I got, I definitely got less into them. But then by coincidentally married into a family that is like obsessed with horror movies and they can't find a movie that's scary enough for them, which is like awful. It's like they're on this eternal search for like terrifying movies. And at the end, they're always and I'm talking about like my mother-in-law, brother-in-law um, and my my husband. And right. um, so the way is, we get together yeah. to watch Can't Hardly Wait, they get together mm-hmm. to watch the Purge movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is like very hard time. The Purge is not even on their radar. Um, and I'll just say a quick two stories was that the, I don't know if you guys even know this. The first, when I met my husband, he, he's like this, you know, Spanish dude. And we met, I was like 23 when we met and he was 28, 28 or something like that. And he, you know, he's like cool and all that. And we, one of our first dates, he he went and he's like, let's go to the movies. And as was, I was, you know, abroad. And he, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Sure, I'll just go along with it. And he thought it'd be like a normal movie to go see would be Saw. Right, the first, I think it's the first Saw that came out. But the second, now, we didn't have, like, I, we didn't know each other that well. And I didn't want to be, like, not cool, right? Like, and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go see that. Um, and literally, it, we're maybe about half hour into the movie. I literally get up. I turned to it and I'm like, no, I don't, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and I walked right out of the theater. And I was like, you're like a really nice guy, but like, I can't, I can't do this. I cannot like start a lie, like a live a lie like this, that I'm going to watch these kinds of movies. That was terrible with like the, the, the torture and everything. So we, I leave and he like runs after me. He's like, oh my God, are you a loser? And I'm like, yes, I'm a loser. I will not watch this movie. You can stay, but I'm leaving. I feel and like... Then, I have a scary movie story that involves shy actually mm-hmm. one of I had a I had a love-hate relationship with the the original movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer Slayer with Christy Swanson and uh, Luke Perry not a I horror movie Luke. that's like a uh, kid's movie no 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 to me that was a that's horror a movie horror. just so you okay well just so now we can set my barometer that is 100% <laughs> what I consider the horror movie as, as a kid absolutely um and i remember watching it and just being like loving it but being so scared of it and not being able to sleep at night so so shy uh, i remember you coming into my room and like tucking me into bed and explaining to me why the vampires couldn't get in the house and uh actually like helping me go to sleep after watching it oh that's really cute, cute. Oh. Huh. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a good older brother now my in-laws the one we now it's like this horrible peer pressure thing like they 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 peer pressure you into watching the movie with them and now i'm comfortable with enough to be like i'm just gonna go to bed or i'm gonna go watch my own thing you guys enjoy and they're like no come on like you gotta do it and i'm like no guys i don't but i often end up getting peer pressured into watching these like terrifying movies i cover my eyes they make fun of me the whole time and then they will hide behind things and scare me after like it's really not actually that i think about it i'm saying it out loud this is not a healthy relationship that is they get, they get this family gets so much joy though out of horror movies and scaring the crap out of each other oh my goodness all right Lindsay, you are a horror expert in fact one of your original characters part of that character is that she watches horror movies correct yes that is correct she's based off of me 
in what, a way, in that aspect, I should say. What is your What is your favorite horror movie genre, or or what do you love about horror movies? Well, I just want to say really quick to Lily, uh, being mm-hmm. peer pressured into a horror movie is no way to experience a horror movie. Exactly, it's actually exactly. very terrible. My parents, mm-hmm. being as evil as they are, peer pressured me to watch The Exorcist when I was ten years uh, old. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I spent 90% of it under the covers, and it's haunted me to this day. <laughs> but it turns out I really love the movie now, so maybe they did something right. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. So, it, it's hard to say where the horror movie thing started with me. Um, I've always been a gamer, and horror games are a very its a very unique experience with horror games, so I think I kind of transitioned from there. Being scared can be a fun experience in a safe and a controlled environment, of course. Uh, hard. So, I, I played the Ghostbusters, like the new Ghostbusters video game that they made, the one that had all the voices of the actors, and that scared me too much. That's a cool game, but that doesn't count. That's consider, does that go in the same bucket as Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah. yeah Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, of course, is a masterpiece. I don't know if I'd consider it a horror movie, though. No, but that video game, you're like lurking around like under under the ground looking ghost jumping out. I was like, nope, can't keep playing this. Uh, I think the horror genre has the most potential when it's done right and it's not done right very often okay all right now let's go to jen jen do you have any thoughts i I want to i want to follow up on that later on i want to know what is done right that's that's going to be a good one i was just thinking i I think we're going to get into that during by renter man so jen i just want to make sure jen jen now what's your horror movie connection well, for me, I pretty much grew up with it. As as long as I can remember, my parents, especially my mom, she loved the classic like Frankenstein and Dracula. And like they were always putting on like these scary movies. So as a baby, I grew up around that stuff. I was kind of immune to it. And um, I remember a particular funny story. And I wish they would stop making an announcement every time I say something. <laughs> like it's literally quiet until I open my mouth. <laughs> It's, it's okay, all good. I think this is a horror movie. <laughs> no, but, um, so I used to love, I don't know if you guys know or remember, it's not a movie, but there was a series in the 90s called Tales from the Crypt. Oh, yeah. gosh. Sure. The crypt, just the I notion of the Crypt Keeper scares me. The Crypt Keeper. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with that, and I wasn't even oh. like five yet, and I would just be staring at the TV, just waiting for the guy to pop out of the closet, and I would go and I would laugh. Meanwhile, my little sister would run away and cry from it. <laughs> and I was okay, fine with that, but there was one thing that freaked me out so much and made me cry when I was little. Like, I could watch the zombie movies, the horror, the gore. The one thing that made me cry more than any horror movie was, you probably remember this commercial from the Nabisco cookies with these dancing chocolate chip cookies? Are you kidding me? I used to cry at the freaking cookies. Are you talking about Chips Ahoy? Yeah, the ones that go, da, 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 Oh, oh man! Well, I, 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 there was—I was very afraid of vampires. In fact, when I, I, this is a big reveal, actually, when I was four years old, I don't know if my oh. sisters know this story. When I was four years old, Lily and I shared a room. You thought of—you thought a vampire was going to come out of the wall, the out, floor, of the floor, the floor. out of the floor, out of the floor. I had a yeah, dream. Right. I had a nightmare that to this day I could depict every every moment of it, where this green-faced vampire 
popped out of the floor in the corner of the room and was pointing and laughing at me. And thus began a fear of vampires that was overwhelming such that when they had a Canadian Ruffles potato chip commercial where a vampire elects to eat <laughs> chips instead of biting someone, I had to turn up the television. <laughs> That's amazing. But why don't you reveal the true terrifying part of this story, Shai? What's the true terrifying part of the story? That you had your like two-year-old sister sleep on the top bunk because you were too scared <laughs> and you slept on the bottom bunk and i had to climb up the ladder and go on the top because you're too scared to sleep on top that is accurate <laughs> hey that's older sibling privilege that, that, vampire that, gets that, the younger that, ones first that, that. <laughs> um all right so now we're gonna play i love having so uh, Lindsay, you you are an avid listener of the show i hope it's okay to share that with the with the listeners and you always send us such fun interactive stuff on Twitter um, and uh, you must be familiar I wanted to make sure we played like a a core game as part of the show one of our core games when you came on so we so we could give you the full experience and awesome. we are going to do buy rent or meh and uh, Becky would you like to explain how buy rent or meh goes oh wow what a privilege yes I would okay so here's how it goes um we're gonna bring up a we're gonna bring up a category and then name three uh, three things within that category and you have to choose out of those three it could be a movie it could be characters you know something along those lines it could be actors you have to choose out of those three which which would you buy like imagine you're it's a movie you know you're gonna you're gonna actually buy it on your iTunes account or buy the DVD which would you be willing you know so it's something you'd actually like to have in your catalog which would you rent you know, you'll entertain, you'll like it, you know, you, you like it, it's good good enough for one night, but you're not going back to it again, you don't, you know, really need to spend a lot of time with this character, movie, actor, whoever it is, and then meh, men can mean a lot of things, men can mean meh, it can mean meh, it can mean you know, you know what I mean? Like, depending how, how you're feeling it, it could be a fun meh, it could be more of like a, ugh, this isn't worth my time meh, does that explain it? Yes, loud and clear. Okay. All okay. right. So I'm we're... laughing so much at your descriptions of meh. <laughs> oh yeah, and when <laughs> you s- a very very word. And when you say you're meh, you you should you should detail what that meh means because meh really can mean a lot of different things. So like I'm saying, you know, exactly like I was exactly. saying. Like Becky, Becky went through a full range of mehs there. So <laughs> we're gonna start with the. Three humans, not humans, three creatures, beings that honestly, like, just the sight of them still gives me nightmares. (laughs) Um, But every once in a while, I will still Google and read the entire Wikipedia pages about them and then get nightmares from the Wikipedia pages. So these are 80s slashers icons, buy, rent, or meh. I'll start us off with, Lily, would you be prepared to weigh in on this? Sure. Okay, we'll start off with Lily, and then I'll I'll go to Lindsay, go to our newbies. Um, Freddy Krueger. Jason mm-hmm. Voorhees, the hockey mask wearing yeah. guy from mm-hmm. all of the Friday night, Friday the 13th movies, Friday starting 13. with the second one. He's not the bad guy in the first one. And Pinhead from the Hellraiser movie. Oh, God. I can't oh, even, like, I'm just thinking even... about, I, I'm just thinking about the, the, uh, the, the, the you know, the boxes the of the VHS tapes and Nickelodeon oh. video, and it's giving me nightmares. So, Lily, buy, renter, meh, Freddy, Jason, Pinhead. Buying Freddy? renting Jason. I can't even say the last one. Okay. Well, why do you, why do you buy Freddy? 
Because I, a, I feel like Freddy, I feel like is a very complex character. While I have yet to see one of the movies, I like you said, have read extensively about them. <laughs> Actually, I caught part, I caught part of one on TV. Uh, the first one on on TV, I think a part of it, um, and I don't think I would, right now I would watch it. I don't think I have a problem seeing it today. I just you know haven't done it. But back then, like as a kid, I, there's no way I would ever watch that. But you know, having read about the, his character, like I feel like there's so much written about him. He's so famous that I just like I kind of appreciate it in a horrible way. I find Jason kind of dumb, so I'm just not as <laughs> impressed. <laughs> And the last one is just like can't even. It's right. so terrifying. I don't even understand. I just know the poster. I don't want to know anything else about that movie. <laughs> All right, over to Lindsay. Buy. This, I know this is going to be tough for you. Buy, rent, or met. So at the risk of losing some horror movie credit, I actually don't like any of the 80s slasher characters. Whoa. Yeah. I, I appreciate their status in pop culture and what they've done for horror, but it's just it's not my thing, much like, like the torture movies. I just doesn't do it for me but if i had to make choices i would buy freddy i would rent jason and i would meh pinhead right. pinhead's getting a lot of mad tonight all right uh, yeah. uh jen do you've got uh thoughts i'm actually on board with the same the same past two results by freddy wow uh, rent jason and meh pinhead and also um Mostly because, like uh, Lindsay said, I'm not so I'm not so much into it as like other types of horror, I guess. Got it, Becky. Do you have? Yeah, th- if if you were to include uh, <laughs> Mike Mike Myers from Halloween, he'd definitely be a buy. That's the one eighty oh. slasher movie. So I was debating whether or not to put him in instead of Pinhead. And then I was like, well, you know, is that too obvious? You know, get a little, but uh, wow, that's a buy. Why do you buy Michael Myers? I, I think Halloween, out of those three categories, those movies, I think Halloween is the best made of those. I think that's still watchable today. The others, are, they vary. There's like 15 of each of those movies, so it's a mess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that first Halloween is Carpenter, right? Like, yes, he's exactly. so cool. He has so yes. many cool movies. Yeah, uh, that movie Jamie Lee Curtis. And Jamie Lee Curtis. And, and they're remaking it, of and, course. And I recall that that first one is not super violent, right? Like no. it's more of a suspense movie. Yes, and that's why it works. Oh, all right, Becky, do you wanna you wanna play? No, because I haven't seen any of these movies because I'm not crazy. I don't know. <laughs> all right, I, well, I, I I agree with the similar assessments. Um, uh, so I won't I won't bore everyone with my thoughts, but I, mostly just I think Robert Unglin, who played Freddy, is like brilliant, and yes. I wish he had done more. And I thought that ca- I thought him as Freddy is funny and hilarious, but the whole notion of Freddy is the scariest thing in the universe for me because I have very very detailed dreams, as you can imagine. So I'm already afraid that they're real. I don't need anything making them seem more real. Okay. Well, well quick shout out to the Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street first movie. There's a Rush Grace Under Pressure poster above Johnny Depp's room. Oh, cool. I did not know that. That's awesome. Because I didn't make it to that part of the movie. I got to the first <laughs> I got to the first kill and I was out. <laughs> it's like nope. Um I was at a I was at a party at Josh's house. Lily Lily and Beck. Josh has been on the show and, and I actually mm-hmm. asked everybody to change it. I was like, Can we watch something else? And we watched the crow. Um okay. so next category is sci fi horror. This is... oh, these movies I have seen, so I can play this round. All right, Beck, you go first. Alien, the original Alien, 
mm-hmm. the thing. And these are also all things that are mm-hmm. singular. They're not all the, but like they're mm-hmm. all singular. So alien, the thing, and the fly. And I'm talking about the gold bloom fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not okay, the, so the, obviously by alien. I don't know why you would have by alien. That it holds up today. I actually think I recently rewatched it. It 100% holds up. She is so good in that movie. Um then I would for sure rent the thing and met the fly because the fly is the most disgusting movie <laughs> I have. I think even today, if I were to watch it, it would still make me dry heave. It is disgusting. <laughs> and the thing is actually kind of like a weird, fun, scary, campy movie. So I I, I, I think I watched it a couple of years ago for the first time and I was like, oh, it's scaring me, but in a fun way. And the fly is disgusting. <laughs> That movie does not need to exist. All right, yeah. Jen, how do you feel about these ones? Again, I had the same exact lineup. I would definitely buy Alien. I'd rent Thing, and I'd mess Fly mostly because I honestly do not even recall anything about the Fly. <laughs> it's a lot of melting people. I don't it's even, a lot of melting. Yeah, I don't even know if stuff. I've watched that before. Uh, all right. Okay. But Alien is awesome. Alien's amazing. I think Alien's a perfect <laughs> movie and is still perfect. In fact, of all of the Alien movies, has aged the best. Like at one point, ever like when I was a teenager and I saw Aliens, I was like, "Oh, this is amazing. This is the greatest." But over time, that one, my love for that one has faded. It doesn't hold up as well. Whereas Alien to right. me is just perfect. Still holds up. It still really holds up. And I think it's because her performance is so good in it. You know? Yeah. The, if, if you if you watch well, Aliens. If you watch Aliens as an action movie, it holds up. It's not uh, a, it's not a horror movie like Alien, the first one. The tone yeah. is different. Yeah, totally. It's True. right. It's more that James Cameron blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Bug hunt the same kind movie of he's thing. been making for decades. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, over to um, sorry, Lindsay. Wait, so Lindsay, gotta know yours. Okay, so the, I, this was the hardest choice of all the movies for deciding between. I would have to buy the thing only because it has replayability. Without spo- without giving it away, there is a mystery in the movie, and it's fun to watch again once you know what's going to happen, and then you try to figure out, piece things back together. Oh. I would. Hmm, I love the alien. I love Alien to Death. It's one of my favorite horror sci-fi movies. So I hate to have to say to rent it, but just in this category, I would. And The Fly. As much as I love David Cronenberg and those amazing special effects, as disgusting as they are, they are incredible. I wouldn't give that one a meh, just because it's in competition with the other two movies. Okay. okay. All right. I need to step in, obviously. Here. <laughs> um, Alien, Alien is obviously incredible, number one, by um, Jeff Goldblum, guys. So, you can't. so Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum forever. I have got. Also, he's shirtless rent. in that movie, right? Isn't he shirtless yeah, when like, he doesn't? It's like he's at his peak. There's no way I would <laughs> met him ever. Um, also, I at peak school, Goldblum. But I just feel like you would take Goldblum. peak Goldblum over peak Kurt Russell. Yeah, 100. Would you really? take, would you would take peak Goldblum the way he looks at the end of the movie over Kurt Russell? <laughs> I'm. I'm I know, but I would say that um, I just can't turn my back on Jeff. 
number one. Oh. Number two, I feel like because at school, uh, the degree I did involved a class that was called uh, 70s film. And it was a, like a class that dissected and, you know, analyzed like movies in the 70s. And a part of that, they did a whole thing on horror. And I don't know how the fly got in there, but maybe it was like 70s and 80s. But they did, um, it was a whole class. Yeah, the fly, on is, it. the fly is like 80s, 80s. right? Yeah. yeah, I think it's 80s, but maybe it was 70s and 80s uh, horror film. And that was the, the, the subject. And I, well, I didn't take that class, obviously. I got to audit it for some reason. I don't know. Anyways, and the, the class I went to was The Fly. And it was, like, very cool to, like, hear a professor, like, you know, talk about it. And I was in the class with Cronenberg's nephew. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Yeah, which was hilarious. Yeah, he was a good friend. I, I imagine that, like, Cronenberg's friend. relatives have, like, like, sutured animal parts to them and like <laughs> are partly cybernetic <laughs> no just like a, a nice there's a nice dude um, there's a nice one to watch now. out for so right. we we have a we have a whatsapp chat that's going and my sisters are trying to give me nightmares lily has sent me pictures of pinhead becky just sent me a picture of the fly this the is great okay so fly. last buy renter uh, oh, oh jen oh no jen went all right so last buy renter met here okay we're gonna do genres of horror um, and let's start with uh, Jen. I'm going to start with Jen on this one because you lived in Japan, correct? That is right. All right. So you lived in Japan once. So the genres of horror I'm throwing out there are Japanese horror, like The Ring, Audition, body horror, so Alien, Human Centipede, maybe Thing counts as that, I'm not sure, and then zombie horror, and that, and we'll go with like the more dramatic zombie movies, not zombie comedy, but like 28 Days Later, Resident Evil, Night of Living Dead, things like that. Yeah, that's right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> so which ones do you buy, rent, or meh? Oh, I thought you were going to, like, uh, pick a certain one from each category. Oh, no, we're thinking the like, oh, no, no, whole just genre. The genres. You're buy, rent, or meh, the whole genre. Japanese, body, or zombie? Uh, uh, definitely buy the Japanese. <laughs> I like so many of those. Um, oh, actually, this is hard because I love the zombie ones, too. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, I would buy the Japanese and rent the zombie and meh. The, wait, what were the, the movies body, that body you gave? Horror. An alien. example for body horror? Like human, alien, centipede. human centipede. Oh, Oh man, Human Centipede is another one too. Why are you gonna give me the hard one, man? <laughs> no, okay, no, you know what? I'm gonna keep hard. it. I'm gonna keep Definitely it like that. <laughs> human Centipede. <laughs> human Centipede was like, wow, that was the first time I saw it. Oh my gosh, I freaked out so much. The first was time? Like, that was. Is that, that a movie that gets re it again? Yes, I watched. It. <laughs> I would watch it every Halloween. <laughs> wow. Carving pumpkins. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Have you ever made a pumpkin centipede? Stitching them together? Oh my I attempted goodness. to. I attempted to. I gotta say, that's a that is a pumpkin creation I would really want to see. Yeah, me too. I attempted to make the pumpkins eating each other, but it didn't work. <laughs> oh my now have you seen the other human centipedes movies? I read the summary of the third one the other day, like I was in a waiting room and bored and I realized there's a third one and I nearly threw up. I saw two. Oh, okay. I don't. Re I don't 
even think I knew there was a third one. They, they just released a third one, and it sounds like the grossest. Oh, okay. Thing ever okay. All right, Lindsay. How, what, how now do I got to go watch it. <laughs> All right, Lindsay. How do you? What do you buy? Renter man, the genres of horror. Okay, so I'm definitely going to buy Japanese horror. Just curious, how many of you have seen Audition? Nope. Yes. Well, only Lily has seen it, I think. What do you think? I saw it. I haven't seen that. I don't well, even know. Have you seen is. Audition? It's like considered this like the scariest movie ever made. Don't you, my for sure no one in my family has heard of that. So let's not even <laughs> say this out loud. I don't I, know what that is. I've seen it on like lists of things, like when they do like top horror movies of all time, and then like Rob Zombie will come on and talk about how this is the movie, like the guy who like is made all of those other horror movies like this is the movie that scares him and i read the summary of it and it's terrifying but that's as far as i could go with that i'm looking at it now no i don't know but i could definitely provide it for them as like their maybe this will scare them but i won't be there i'll have uh, to arrange so wait but, Lindsay, what yeah, are your, audition what? is like a rob zombie movie except it's good okay <laughs> i guess that's how i describe it <laughs> so yeah i would buy japanese horror i would rent a uh, body horror and the huge, huge meh to zombie horror. I'm so sick of it. Oh, it just wow. needs to die and not be resurrected. Ooh, Unlike so a zombie. You want undead to be dead. <laughs> yes. Just bury it. Is it walk- bury it in cement. Is it Walking Dead that did it in for you? Or what, what did it in for you? Um, Walking Dead was a catalyst, but I can't give all the blame to Walking Dead because the zombie uh, the zombie fanaticism has definitely spread to video games as well. And it's just it's become so stale and generic. It's just an easy cash in for people. Which is probably why I would buy it, because it's the least scary of the three (laughs) categories. I'm like, oh, zombies, they're not real, and lots of people make scary movies about them. Okay, I got it. Yeah, it's so formulaic. It's not scary anymore. The other two... I just won't watch. So that's those are my those are my categories as I've broken them down. Mm-hmm. I will buy zombie horror and not watch anything else. Like I'll watch an alien movie, but no, that's about as so, much. So I'm gonna in this group. I'm even though I could never watch the Human Centipede. <laughs> um, I'm gonna <laughs> buy body horror because I, when Alien does the body horror stuff, I think they do such an amazing job. Um, I'm gonna rent zombies because I love I, I excluded zombie comedy because that is its own world and everyone knows how much I, I love that um, but I you know I dig the Resident Evil movies and 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 I, I'm manning the Japanese horror it's not this is not a, a, a dismissive man this is like a, a humble man because Japanese horror scares me so much. Just the note, like the level of of, of fear that the but Japanese I, filmmakers are. I'm curious. Are able- I'm curious if The Ring holds up. I'd say the Gore Verbinski one does. The American remake. It does. I mean, I saw that in high school. I remember seeing that and like being scared. The um, atmosphere, the music, the tone. It's all still right. pretty creepy. And I remember feeling like, oh, yeah, I'm, it's not a big deal. I can watch this movie. I remember, like, when a girl from high school came over and we watched it. And then like, she went home or whatever. And at night, I'll never forget, like, going to bed. Like, whatever. I'm so cool. I can see scary movies. And then I got thirsty. And my house, my parents' house was, like, all dark. Everybody was sleeping. And I was like, I'm just going to go to the kitchen and get water. And I made it to the first landing of, like, the stairs. And I was like, meh, not that thirsty. I couldn't go down to the kitchen by myself. When you're still scared after watching a horror movie, then it's done its job. It's a good movie. Oh my goodness! Do you know? Do you know that? The, you know the scenes in The Sixth Sense when the kid Should is I like, "Don't even bring that up." That's <laughs> when he's running, he's running to the bathroom because he's terrified he's going to see something. 
Still to this oh, day, okay. sometimes if I'm a little bit scared, like at night, but like I'll like bolt to the bathroom because I'm afraid I'm going <laughs> to see something. <laughs> this, is, this is a this is an odd choice for me. I'm basically not going to sleep <laughs> after this episode. Okay. Oh, no. Well, thank you all for indulging us in the. Um, horror movie conversation. I think I think you skipped the uh, horror comedy section. Oh, yeah. I, I, sometimes I leave a, one out. But if you really want to do it, let's do it. A quick okay, one. no, 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 uh, no, no. For time reasons, Lindsay, you can do it. Shaun of the Dead, Evil Dead, what do we do in the shadows? Oh, well, I'm the worst person to pick first because I haven't seen what we do in the shadows. So I'd have to med that. I would buy Shaun of the Dead and if Evil Dead, if it was Evil Dead Army of Darkness, I would have bought that, but I'm going to rent that instead. Okay, well, I obviously am going to have to come in with a rebuttal because what we do in the shadows is amazing yeah. and must be seen by everyone. That. And it is so funny and so good. And uh, we should all watch it and then just do an episode talking only about that. Um, anyways, that's all. <laughs> we can the move on now. Is, uh, Thor Ragnarok, right? I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. It's the same <laughs> the director. Yes, it's Waititi. Waititi. Tida, Waititi. Jen, I'll give you a fair shot on horror comedy, even though I don't know if you have thoughts. I've only seen Shaun of the Dead. Did you like of it? Of those three. All right, so I guess you buy, I did. You buy that one by default. All right. Well, so I buy now, that, and the other is you can toss a coin. <laughs> okay. So now we'll go Wait, to the part of the show where we will exit horror. Um, uh, Wait, ex- I have one more. We have one more horror question. Is the movie The Conjuring good? Like, is that considered scary? Because I, I feel like you're only Jen asking everybody. Lindsay. I realize at this point, Lindsay and Jen, like, because at this point, Becky and I, I have just, no, have, can't, I don't I, even know what you're. I have just, nothing to contribute to this episode. <laughs> it, I'm just saying that I remember that movie came out and like everybody was like saying that this is like more, like a great news. Like you know when like Get Out, people are like, this is a really good movie, but it's not just also scary. It's like good. And I remember The Conjuring came out. and That's all everybody was talking about. And my in-law family forced me to watch it. They all fell asleep. And I was sitting there by myself, like watching this movie. And every time I go turn it off, somebody would wake up and be like, "No, no, no, we want to see what happens." And I remember I couldn't sleep that night. I was terrified, and I'm like, "Wait, is this actually scary?" If I'm the only one that's awake, but I was curious because I was terrified of that movie. It's definitely one of the better modern horror movies, but I didn't care much for it. So, so give us a give us a good one. Oh yeah, so yeah, we we started off promising we'd hear Lindsay's thoughts on what is a real horror movie. So, what or what is a good one? What makes well it? after hearing what you guys said earlier, I'm going to recommend Audition. <laughs> and if you want something newer, I would recommend The Neon Demon. The this neon? is definitely not a movie. Definitely do not have your children anywhere in the vicinity when you have Ooh, this movie I'm, on. <laughs> oh, I'm googling it right now. And what I'm makes intrigued. and what makes a horror movie good for you? Uh, atmosphere, tone, uh, a lot, a lot, the majority, I would say, of horror movies, um, cheap jump scares, loud noise. It's it's boring. Who Who isn't scared by a loud noise? But if a movie can create an effective atmosphere where you're tense the entire time, then that, that makes a good horror movie for me. If you're thinking about it after you've watched a movie, or even weeks after, then it's it's done its job. A jump scare you're going to forget about. You're going to be, you're going to jump for a second, and then you're going to move on with your life. Fascinating. All right. Hmm, got well, it. Lily, looks like you're watching Audition with Mom and Dad tonight. <laughs> Perfect movie to watch with the parents. Oh, my God. I, I don't think so. Um, I mean, right, that's not a... Speaking of watching with the parents. Because, right, yeah. that's... Oh, well, anyways. 
Speaking of watching with the parents, it's a great segue, Becky, for what Becky recommends. Oh, yeah, Beck, go ahead. Let's Okay, so we're going to segue now into where we talk about our recommendations, just what we're watching. This is a free for what we're watching. This is a free for all. Um, I've had a busy week. I've had a really busy week. I got to tell you, normally I don't have a, I would just in a life in pieces rabbit hole the last few weeks. But this week I watched the Ali Wong special, um, Hard Knock Wife, which if you do have children, you will laugh your face off. And if you don't have children, it's really important to watch because it is the perfect explanation of what it is like to have a baby. And then if you don't have children, it's a perfect explanation that like reminds you good on you for not having her, her, her line about how joining a mom's group is like the walking dead. Walking you just dead. need to hook up with crew to survive. I'm like, still laughing. About I'm still that. laughing about that. I was trying to explain that to my dad. I was like, Dad, you don't understand. She described it perfectly. Once you have a kid, you're like out there into the apocalypse and you hang out with people you would never hang out with. But it's like you gotta hook up with the first crew it's that like so you find so you're not you don't um, get eaten alive. It's I saw so that. true. I saw that. I also went to a Paul Simon concert on Friday night, his farewell tour. It was beautiful. It was amazing. It was a little weird. He kind of like spoke the songs more so than sang them, but he did mostly hits. So I'm not going to complain because it was mostly the hits. I'll I'll jump here and say we have like a cool podcast announcement, but we we have just crossed 2000 downloads, which is, I think, kind of a neat milestone. Thank you. And I feel like... When we get to 3,000, which I hopefully people will help us do, um, at 3,000, I will. Re- I think I should release some of the footage of the three of us oh, dancing oh, with Dad. Dancing to Paul Simon. Dancing to oh. Paul Simon's Call Me Al. To be fair, I'm not really dancing so much as toddling around in a house coat eating an apple. But you and Lily are boogieing yeah. in that So video. that's it. I'm saying it right here. I'm doing a tradesies with the, with the universe here. If we get to 3,000 downloads... I will post, um, uh, I don't know, a minute, an Instagram story's worth of us boogieing with dad in the living room in Philadelphia. Specifically, I would like you to share the part where you air drum. That's what my favorite part. And we. Oh God! Well, it's good. It'll take a few months for for us to do this. And then, and then, lastly, the last quick thing, last thing I saw, which I I loved it so much. Last night we watched uh, "Call Me by Your Name," which. I really didn't know what to expect, um, and and it, that was it was the best way to go into the film. It was uh, it, it was so so well made. It was so beautifully shot. I don't remember the last time I saw a film where every single shot in it, you know, feels thoughtful and purposeful, and it's telling the story and it's different. You know, it's. I think it's hilarious. That's definitely. A few months ago, Steph came on the show and said it was so boring. I turned it off. I loved it. Oh my god, I loved it so much. I'm gonna like rewatch it this week. That's how much I loved it. I thought it was one of the most beautiful movies I've seen in a long time. This is a movie that Shy for sure won't be able to watch. I don't think I, I don't expect. Know. I don't know. I surprise you. Account, but su- really, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. It's oh, cool. so good. Okay, and then things you can't watch with your parents. All right, Becky, are you done? I wasn't sure yeah. if you had watched yeah. more things this week. Um, You're being very polite, Lily. You're, we're going to get angry emails now again. No, I'm saying I'm being facetious. Like, could she watch more television for those things? Um, I also went to a concert, and I'm throwing a barbecue later, okay? I do other things. Yeah, well, <laughs> some people can keep up on their shows and their life at the same time. 
I can't. And so I, um, I, my, my sister-in-law, your wife texts me and she's like, you have to watch this Ali Wong special. And I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, she's like, you cannot watch it with your dad. And I was like, okay. <laughs> dad, our dad, she's d- like, for no. Jen and Lindsay, our dad gets very anxious during certain R rated humor. He ah. right. like <laughs> potty humor or just like sexy like anything that's like remotely He likes a good violent through. movie. Beheadings, like shoot yeah. him up. He loves shoot that kind up. of thing. Showed me Red Let's Heat when I was nine years old. No issue there. But but yeah, there's sort of like the, the humor though when it's like anyways. And so I was like, Okay, and I was I went I was alone with my mom and so I was like, Perfect. I was like, But I can watch it with my mom, of course. Like I know that. Um, watching something raunchy and like pretty disgusting where the word pussy is said like 500 times <laughs> with our mom was like one of the most, I was texting Becky being like, you, you have to imagine the laugh that's going on right now. Becky's how like, come you didn't exactly film mom? How come you didn't film mom laugh? Cause we were, cause we had such bad internet that we were watching it on my phone. And the <laughs> whole time I was thinking, why am I watching it on my phone instead of filming her? <laughs> she was doing her like cackle laugh where she's like, because she's laughing so hard and she kept just saying over and over again you cannot show this to your father your father <laughs> cannot watch this show so it was pretty funny watching something disgusting with our mom this week that's what I watched so I um, I have been binging the CW superhero shows I, I pick those up in the summer Ooh, we want to hear about it just as much as you want to watch it it's just it's, it's just like it's my summer my travel shows I watch these on the airplane Ugh. and I really I powered through the whole season of Arrow and I powered powered through the Legends of Tomorrow and uh, look these are not perfect shows they're CW shows but I love that like CW is a network where I never have to worry about them canceling a show I like just because it hits in a rough patch like they commit <laughs> they just they commit but I just want to tell you I want to watch an episode of the Legends of Tomorrow with Lily because I enjoy when she hates things that I love. And I summarized, I wrote the notes down, I summarized this episode. I was watching an episode where they have to go back to World War I to kidnap J.R.R. Tolkien to help him find a buried, to help them find a buried vial of Jesus's blood, of Jesus's blood that somehow he found in order to destroy the Spear of Destiny. So that was the whole plot of that episode. Um... Okay. <laughs> All right. Other things. Other things that I saw. Um, I watched not one but two documentaries in this past week, uh, which I think gives me a little street cred with Becky. One of yes. them, until I tell you what they're about. Uh, one of them was called Hired Gun, and it's I, I watched it on the airplane, but I think it's on Netflix, and it is all about side musicians and bands, and it talks about uh, Liberty DeVito is one of the main characters who was Billy Joel's drummer for many years. And uh, it is really, really, um, it's really, it's a little bit longer than it probably should be, but it's, it's pretty cool if you're interested in music. And then I watched another one called Chic, which was all about the Iron Chic, who was a wrestler in the 80s. I'm, do you guys know who he was at all? I've heard the name. Anyways, for the first hour, I didn't know anything about him. I've not kept up on this guy at all. For the first hour, it was like your typical... Sorry, you say that as if other people have kept up on him. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is, is that, all I'm saying is that I would like. Uh, um, I can't, I can't, okay, oh, sorry. Expl- explain this movie about no, so the first, what is it, a 1980s wrestler. Yeah. So for the first for the first hour, okay, 
<laughs> the Iron Sheik story is just like your typical, oh, he was a wrestler and then he fell off and he got into drugs and his life was ruined. And then the, I won't ruin it because you don't know much about him. Ruin it. Ruin it. Just ruin it. So anyways, the last half hour of the movie is his redemption when he becomes a social media star, which I had no idea he was. But he's like this. Then he's not that much of a star. No, if well, you had no idea. Anyways. And it was quite funny and irreverent and also like pretty offensive. But anyways, it was it was because I knew nothing about where the story was going. It was an interesting twist. Did the documentary convince you to follow him on social media? Uh, no, not that much. <laughs> uh, maybe. So that so its tiniest call to action would have just been to like like follow on Twitter, not even willing to do. Uh, Got enough. it. <laughs> what other inspiring nonfiction pieces did you watch? That's <laughs> another so of the two. Then I saw Deadpool. Allie and I went to see Deadpool two last night. Which oh, awesome! Was I want to see that. Fantastic! Delivered on its promises. Good. Uh, I, won't, I, I again things I want to see with Lily just so she can ask me the questions about Cable's backstory. Um, I don't know, Lindsay yes. or Jen. Do you guys follow X Men at all? Not comics. Okay. Look, Lily, just so you know, Cable is the son who was transported into the future of Cyclops and a clone of Jean Grey who comes back in time. What? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> there's too, many, there's too nope. many There's too many different things that need to happen for us to, you know, understand. But as a, as a movie on its own, it's, it's awesome and hilarious. Um, and then last but not least, the beginning of the movie... Uh, it's at Regal Theaters, and at the beginning of Regal Theaters, they have these commercials that strike me as very similar to what they use to lure like young women into like human trafficking rings, because like they have this ad that goes on that what? says, "Would you like to start a career in the movies? Get a job working at this movie theater. Apply now." And I'm like, I think that's how they like. They're like, "Would you like to be a model?" And then boom, you get kidnapped. <laughs> like, who's, careful, shy. Who's going to work at right. the? Who's going to work at the movie theater thinking they're getting their start in the movie business? Unless someone we like, as someone you know, I don't know. I thought it was terrifying. Um, all right, Jen, do you have any recommendations for the listeners? I have no life outside of school and work at the moment, so I really, it'd be hard for us to find something to contribute right now. Then I'm running on like 32 hours straight of no sleep, so I'm oh. sorry. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. If, if you were on a plane recently, because you're at the airport, unless you just hang out at the airport, that's okay, too. Did you... <laughs> no, watch? I just came to New York today, and there were no TVs. And usually oh, when I'm on the plane, I'm just doing work. Oh, I'm sorry. I have like class and four part-time jobs all online. Oh, whoa. So. <laughs> yeah. You are forgiven. All right. I'm sorry. I'll no, do better right. next time. No, no problem. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Well, maybe you'll watch some of the things that we recommended and you can report back. Uh, yeah, they're they're on my list. <laughs> uh, all right. When I get a break to breathe. <laughs> all right, Lindsay, what do you got? Okay, so I'll make this short because I don't want Jen to pass out. Um, I also have no life. I have Netflix maybe two months out of the year when I can get it free. I don't have Amazon Prime. I don't have cable. So my you recommendations. You and I talked about this. Yeah. I, I get what I can when it's free or affordable. But uh, I'll, my recommendation recommendation is going to be Old Hat. I'm going to recommend Black Mirror. It is a show on Netflix. Oh, are you? Are you? <laughs> it is so interesting. Do you know about this? Do you know about this 
challenge Uh-oh. that's no, been going brothers. on in the show. Lily has Uh-oh. been trying to get me to, trying to one ev- episode, one goddamn episode. You have one. a specific episode in mind, or you just want I him would, to watch one episode? No, one episode I have in mind. It's not scary. I've preliminarily, however you say that, uh, <laughs> viewed it. I've screened it, if you will, for to, to prove it's not scary. It's very interesting. He will not do it. Is it the USS Callister episode? No, it's the Hang the DJ episode from this past season. Ah. Well, what I'm I was going to say about it is it's an anthology, like like Twilight Zone. So every episode, you're getting something different. And like she said, they're not all scary. They'll no. be tense or unnerving, but they're not all straight-up horror. If I had to recommend one episode, it'd be the Christmas episode with John Hamm, because he's such a charming oh. scumbag. He is. He is. <laughs> But that's very interesting that you recommended Black Mirror. Yeah. I appreciate that. If you want to feel bad about yourself and society and technology, then you should watch Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> right. Although Hang the D, De- well, San Junipero and Hang the DJ are actually kind of uplifting episodes. Yes, I feel like. San Junipero does Pero, have. Yeah. Well, I don't want to spoil and, it, but yes. Right. Yes. All right. Like, sort of. If I'm ever. You would- you would like San Junipero. There's nothing scary about it. Literally nothing. Okay. So, well, if I'm ever convinced, if I'm convinced to watch it. Lindsay will come back and you will we will break cool. this down with us um, that, uh, all right um, uh, all right now and now we shall do our shout outs this is I love this part of the show because we don't it's not like we get paid to do this by anyone but it is really fun to like talk about all the awesome people that we've interacted with through social media or through the podcast etc so and we always have like a little list of people we want to shout out to and this is a good time to do it and people should follow them on their social media or buy their stuff or I don't know so first of all a shout out to the Rush family Uh, Jen and Lindsay and I are all part of it and I don't think there's a more supportive wonderful group of people on the internet absolutely Um, I mean these are folks who like if they sense you're having a bad day you'll get a direct message from someone being like hey cheer up we're thinking of you. Oh, I know. Yeah, there'll be a fruit it's... basket at your doorstep the next day. It's yeah. crazy. Aww. And so cute. I had it's because cha- we love you. It's all out of love. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And and I've had a well, chance mom, now. I, my, our our oh. mom tried to ask me like who we, was going to be on the show, and I was like, it's it's Shai's Twitter gang. And mom's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, he's like he's like amazing women that he's, you know, that support his art Thank and you. are friends with him. And and they're and she's like, but. But I know them, right? Like, if they're friends of Shines, I would know them. I'm like, well, kind not really. I'm like, they're from Twitter. She's like, I don't understand the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I don't either, to be honest. But it's pretty cool. It's like, actually, when you try to explain it to somebody, it's kind of hard to explain. But it is pretty impressive and amazing, this community. Yeah, so um, take that, Black Mirror cool. technology. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, wait. And then, standing it, you never know. <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> and then, that's true. And then, because we talked about horror, another awesome group of people are the ghost tweeters, the Ash vs. Evil Dead fans, and the people at 1428 Elm, Susan, Anthony, Big Luke, Gavin. Shout out to you guys. You're awesome. And I hope, I hope you all listen to this episode and, and weigh in. These are like true experts on the horror genre. Um, Susan and Anthony cover it for 1428 Elm. And I, they, like they write such interesting articles about this stuff and uh you know last but not least well cousin vanessa of course you know right. i had a cousin vanessa who i haven't seen in like 15 years hi cousin vanessa i've been waiting a long time to do that <laughs> uh, I'm, she appreciates it she's so friendly uh, she'll lily, love it lily how about you shout outs 
I I have a shout out to Lindsay for recommending Neon Demon because <laughs> I just realized that I didn't know that it, the direct I love the director um, Nicholas Winden Rinf I don't know how to I'm not yeah, Swedish yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his last name um, he I love Drive is one of my favorite movies like ever I love that movie and only God forgives is, is good but I guess I just really like this director um, and his style so I'm very intrigued so thank you in advance for that well you might want to hold that thank you until you watch the movie <laughs> but this, guess, this strikes me as more psychological than like horrific yes well yeah we'll go with that yes okay well, it's got <laughs> cool actors Elle Fanning right yeah mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves is in it. I like a Keanu situation. Me too. So, like, I have, I'm going to be with my in laws in a few weeks. So, I will propose this and at least I can, like, think about it from an artistic point of view. (laughs) I have to sit through one of these movies. I'm looking forward to the next podcast when you talk about how you felt. (laughs) My experience. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, no, other than that, I, I, I shout out to Jen as well for being on the show. Really appreciate uh-huh. your time and effort and your art. So that's it. Uh, cool. Thank I, you. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right, Becky. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to give a shout out to what what does it eat? I recently purchased their new EP via their I, by the way, I am campaign. so I am so honored that you like would even refer to my band in the third person. Like you're so kind <laughs> that you're like as if they were as if they were these other people. <laughs> um, anyways, I recently, I recently purchased their new EP via their Indiegogo campaign. I love it. I think there's some extremely special songs on it. Um, I got some very cool rewards, and so I recommend everyone check that out and uh, get yourself some good tunes and some good uh, special treats from uh, from the What Does It Eat gang. Now, if I may make a couple of comments. Number one, Lindsay, also, um, uh, your chocolate bar is in the mail, I hope. I hope you've gotten yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm waiting. I know uh, it'll be here. It, it will be. They've, they've started to arrive. They are coming from Canada. They have to clear customs. Um, and uh, my youngest daughter, Becky, uh, was singing the song that is about your daughter all day today. Non-stop. In fact, that there's a video so that Allie sent. But she just, I mean, I got to say, like, no one knows our music. Like, the people on this phone call knows our music, and that's about it. Um, but the fact that I was in the car today and my two kids were, a- were requesting songs that Howie and I wrote was, I was like, oh, okay, 20-plus years of making music all came to this moment. I get it. You know, this was worth all of it. Aww. So it was special. Awesome. Uh, Lindsay, you got any shout-outs? Okay, well, of course, shout-outs to everyone who was previously mentioned. Especially cousin Vanessa, she's the best. (laughs) I'm gonna quickly shout out to a podcast called Scene and Nerd, and and abbreviated, in light of you talking about the CW superhero shows because that's what they talk about it. And since I don't have cable, I kind of watch those shows vicariously through them. So they're on Twitter and SoundCloud and everywhere you can find podcasts. I would check them out if you're into the CW shows. Shy has your name all over it. Those guys are super nice. Those guys are super nice. I have not listened to it yet because I'm so far behind on the shows. I have to like try to sync up my my watching my my like watching with their episodes. Yeah, I think they just talked about the Flash finale, so they're pretty on top of things. Oh, I'm not even on the Flash finale from last year yet. So, um, <laughs> okay, so I've got some catching up to do. Yeah, uh, that's really cool. That's that's great. Um, uh, Jen. 
Is it weird to make a shout out to you on your own podcast? No, I don't. <laughs> no, wait, there are no rules. Because I am so honored that you are honored to have us on your podcast. And I'm like, I'm just oh glad that you're even this inviting us, but you're so happy about it. And it's just like, we're all like happy for each other. And I think that's awesome. And shout out to you for just being awesome. Oh. All of you. Oh. <laughs> thank, 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 thank you, Jen. This is, this is it, Lindsay and Jen. You're officially in the Friday Night Movie this, this family. Is, this, is the, this is the best airport I've ever had. Aww. <laughs> and I hate going to the airport. <laughs> uh, very, very cool. Speaking of recommending podcasts, there's a podcast that I have decided is kind of like my happy place. Uh, uh, and um, uh, I think I'm starting to become, you know, the Flight of the Concords, Lillian Beck? Mm-hmm. I'm starting mm-hmm. to become the Christian, Murray? Sh- the Christian Shaw yeah. character <laughs> of the. Of her, know, Mel. Uh, uh, Mel. Of, of the we don't know what we're talking about podcast um like i i've been number one fan i'm i've been making them fan art i made them an animation the other day and i don't even send them publicly i just send them to them it's like (laughs) guys i was just listening to your episode and i felt like i needed to animate this picture of a haunted raggedy ann doll popping out of the fish hat that you pull your topics out of every week Uh, and so that show truly makes me so happy. They're just two wonderful people, it seems like, talking about fun things. So people should check that out. Uh, all right. Um, uh, Jen, where can people follow you? I recently changed my Twitter handle, so it's not wrong, Jen, anymore. It's at Sundog Jen. So you can find me there, and it's the same on Instagram, too, if you have Instagram. Super. And Lindsay, <laughs> where can people follow you? People can follow me at Aferos, X-I-I, Roman numerals for 12, at Twitter. And I just want to commend you, Shai, for pronouncing it correctly every time you mention it, despite never hearing it out loud. It makes me really happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try my best. I try my best. To me, it's Aferos. And- that's how i say it in my head so i'm glad you guys pronounce it and uh you are are both the creators of sundogsfire.com and everyone should go there and jen is the creator i'm just a humble participant well you are the oh you be quietly you are are very much creator as i am you have so much you have so much cool gear and iphone cases and pads and things and plates i keep keep buying and now and we have more secret projects coming up i'm excited wait am i allowed to talk about the plates yes the what yeah of course. Uh, okay so now you I can buy to... official pancake yeah. for the table dinnerware plates and i bowls. told that to our mom today i hope that wasn't like and that i think I told her the page might still be a little glitchy if it is i'm sorry because i haven't had time to like fix all the bugs but i'm gonna get to that as soon as i get back tonight <laughs> but yes they're there well and our I mom just... is gonna be your first client <laughs> because she wants to buy all of it oh she just told please me. please please i, I there's she nothing said, that would make me happier than mom dinnerware she said there's a policeman I'm like I don't know what there is mom but there's going to be something like that and she's like I need all of it sign me up for all of it it's very and cute. now that I, I just moved and I have my own place too I need to buy those for myself like dishes with pancake stuff on it <laughs> I need those coasters I yeah, need them the coasters oh that's awesome all right Lily get mom on that I, I yeah she's asleep she fell asleep, she fell asleep next to me <laughs> <laughs> Literally, she passed out. But I'll tell her that she's gonna she's gonna be so excited. And this Lil- is a real thing. And Lily, where can people follow you? 
TGK Gomez uh, at the twitter.com and go follow me there it's right not now. At the twitter.com. <laughs> you know we, what I mean. We know what she means. Because I got a piece out right now okay. a half hour ago. But so everyone, sh- everyone should tweet at Lily because she is pretty hilarious to tweet with. I, yes. I wish I could tweet more. If she can if find your tweets to. and not like yeah. her own, she'll get into a great conversation <laughs> with you. Yeah. I, I, I'm getting into the concept of it. It's just. Yeah, it's just very, it's a terrible platform. It's really difficult to use. <laughs> um, but it's a lot of fun. So thank you guys for being on the show. Sorry to peace out, but I got to go. And um, I hate to run early because I love to, like the post-show no. ch- uh, chit-chat like the next guy. Um, I have a terrible time saying goodbye. You guys know. Yeah, we know because you said about half an hour yeah, ago when, you were going to Just so you guys know, when, when Lily, so in our family, we have a lot of cousins, on our, yeah. particularly on our mother's side of the family. When you're starting to say goodbye, buy at an event you have to start 45 minutes before you intend to leave <laughs> basically then, when you arrive that's you exactly like a spanish goodbye <laughs> oh yeah well yeah. that's yeah, it's, yeah. our mom's it's cuban so you know that's where yeah. that's, oh, that's okay, the that family makes sense. that's from it's so from, you know, we're it's my mom. parents puerto rican so oh really oh, so mom, our mom was our raised mom, in yeah. puerto rico so that's where it comes from, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's a Latin thing. So very, very long goodbyes. And Lily is the ultimate of all of them. Right. No, to the point where if I don't have to rush, I love to like hang out on the show post and and do the the post show chat. But I can't tonight. I wish I could because you guys are awesome. All right. Sorry for the. Bye, Lil. Thanks for being on. Bye, Love Lil. you. Bye, guys. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys, too. We love you. Love you guys, too. And your art. Um, Thank you. Okay. Bye. 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 All right. Becky, where can people follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at PaperBKPrincess. You can also check out some of my recipes at EverydayOat.com. We still have this um, pesto recipe up that I have been using pretty much non-stop lately we've been making lots of pizzas so like i'm toying with maybe putting a pizza recipe up there next uh for some ideas of how to use this pesto sounds so delicious your becky is right. the best cook in our generation of our family she is awesome like no one touches mom but becky's ridiculously amazing thank you um and, you... and i love eating so i'm gonna have to check those out <laughs> well if you please, make you guys make you're, that an you're... indiegogo reward tier <laughs> Go you dinner, okay. <laughs> oh, maybe that'll be because you know we have another. There is another album in the works. The the, the second EP is um, is is already coming. Is already being fabricated, um, and that will have different rewards. So we shall we shall see. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Me. You can follow me at Pancake for Table on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all of the Pancake shenanigans at PancakeForTable.com. If you only like this podcast, go to Pancake... Uh, sorry, go to FridayNightMoviePod.com. If you enjoy the buttery tones and 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 the reason which is what jen and Lindsay often joke with me about the buttery tones of my voice and you want to oh, hear it's no joke it's real <laughs> and you want to hear um more of my talking i have joined up with a fellow gold nerd from the gold nerds family ashley and we are working on a podcast called behind the behind the music where we are going to be watching every episode of behind the music that we can find and review it afterwards yeah. and so we're in like soft launch mode now there are a couple episodes up you can find on itunes um, but we'll start 
promoting it when we get a few more under our belt. And did Rush ever have a behind the music? They did not have a behind the music. Aww. So otherwise, believe me, we would go we would go deep on that. I have other plans to tackle other musical issues though. So stay tuned. I have a Rush idea and you awesome. guys will have to be you and Jen will have to participate in a Rush in the Rush themed idea. It's just down the road. I'll be there. Uh, down, down the road. Um, Standing by. <laughs> and speaking of music, the theme song is, in fact, by What Does It Eat? The theme music from this podcast. And that will be kicking in right now, only it's post-production. So you got to dance in your chair. I'm dancing. Or dance, I'm dancing. Or dance in the airport. I'm dancing the airport whole podcast. Right it's good cardio. <laughs> <laughs> and Lindsay, prove right. that you did it or didn't dance. But, you know, I'll, I'll believe in my heart that you did. I believe you were dancing. Even if it was just your fingers, you were dancing. I'm dancing. Um, I record myself dancing in the airport. <laughs> thank you all for being a part of this. And thank, thank you. everybody for listening. All right. Bye, gang. Bye. Thanks, Bye. all of you, for being awesome. I love you guys. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Lily, I'm you so just, sorry. You just accidentally recalled the group chat. Was it, did you call back because right. you were having FOMO? Yes. <laughs> bye. 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 Bye.